Ethan Alden. Reviews Movies. From Space. Hello! In case you forgot, I'm Ethan Alden, the host of this movie podcast. But I, I guess it says my name on the thing. I host this alone because I've been stuck in space for the past 10 years. When the lizard apocalypse began, I got left behind and society's only just now rebuilding, so NASA hasn't been able to send a ship to bring me back to Earth yet. So I just talk about movies all alone up here. Well, I guess Barney the Tuataro is also here, which is a type of reptile. Well, somewhere. I wonder where he is right now. Hey, Barney. Oh, that's not going to work. He's a reptile. Oh, here he is. What do you have? I need that. Ow. Sorry, bud. I can't tell if he's upset or not because he's a reptile. He's just staring at me. Anyway, that was Barney, and he had an egg in his mouth not a real egg but like an egg like a musical egg shaker and i have no idea where he got that i don't want him to break it open because i don't know what's inside so i had to take it away and now he's just mad dogging me sorry dude uh three blessings from my week mission control is going to try and get a supply ship to me which is awesome I don't really need supplies per se because we have all these space food. Uh, if you've if you, like MREs from the military, it's kind of like that. But the, I think they just feel really bad because they can't send a full-fledged spaceship up here to pick me up and take me home. So they're going to send me a supply ship. But also this is going to be an important test of this will be the first space flight since before the apocalypse, so that they'll be testing all their launch equipment and stuff. I don't, I'm probably making a fool out of myself. I don't know anything about it, but it is important. I asked them if they could put a PlayStation on the supply ship, and they just said, we'll see. I don't think they really liked it because it wasn't very sciencey to request that. But, you know, if you don't ask, they don't know what you want. So I asked. Second blessing, I found a bunch of Blu-rays in a closet. Even in 10 years, guys, I'm still discovering nooks and crannies of this space station. And I mean, that is cool in and of itself to have all this wonder and discovery, but also Blu-rays, baby. I am so excited. There's all kinds of good stuff in here. There's Donald Duck and Math Magic Land. There's Josh Kirby, Time Warrior. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. So huge blessing. And then the third blessing, check this out, Professor Pizza Party, my AI therapist. I beat him once at chess one time. Now, part of that was because he malfunctioned, but I was still going to count it as a win. And he was so cool about it, too. When, he, when I rebooted him, he was really chill and he said yeah you won fair and square and I said well it wasn't fair and square exactly and he said 
maybe, but let's celebrate it because I'm sure that felt good to win even under those circumstances, which it kind of did. So yeah, so that was cool. But I also wanted to share that he did malfunction. So it there is that, you know, it's kind of like turning the video game down to level easy and then you beat the hard boss. You still beat it though. So this is progress. I'm a beginner at chess as far as, um, you know, I learned it when I was a kid, but I'm a, be- you know, beginner skill level as far as st- st- strategy. <sighs> Today we're talking about classic, classic film, The Sound of Music. This movie came out in 1965. Summary. In this movie, a nun decides to fight the Nazis with music, and she enlists the help of a goat puppet and a bunch of child sailors. And it takes two whole VHS tapes to tell this story, so don't watch them out of order, guys. It'll be super confusing if you do that. Who's in it? Julia Roberts from Ocean's Eleven and Christopher Plummer from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and a bunch of sailor kids. And the genre is... Music, as you might have guessed. E is for enjoyment, the part of the show where I talk about the parts of the movie that I liked. Lots of singing. You guys know how much I love singing, and they do a lot of it, obviously, in a movie called The Sound of Music. Also, there's a part where people wear clothes that are made out of curtains hung in the window, and it makes you feel like you can do anything you put your mind to. I mean, if they can make clothes out of curtains like what what could i do i could be president the captain learns to love that part was really rad captain is this hard strict man who blows a whistle and then he falls in love total 180 also they live on a lake lakes are dope if you think about it being inside a lake is kind of like being in space, you know, I wrote that down, but it doesn't sound real good when I say it. But they're sort of floating. Floating. There it is. Why didn't I put that in my notes? I'm sorry, guys. I'm so scatterbrained today. I got, like, no sleep because the AC is broken in the space station, and it is freezing in my little... We don't have bedrooms per se. There's like one room with a bunch of sleeping bags uh, and bunks. Um, That's just kind of like the space way. But uh, man, it's so cold in there. And for some reason, all the astronauts, when they left, took their sleeping bags with them, which seems really odd to me, but I I can't find any other ones. So it's just the one. So I'm just cold. But still, thank you guys for being with me. I've said this before, this is a place to make mistakes. And that may sound bad because I'm producing something supposed to be produced and entertaining. And in that sense, it's bad if it's low quality. Man, I just lost confidence in myself. You guys are here. We're, we're getting through this. We'll just take baby steps here. One small step for me, one giant step for 
us. I also liked the part where uh, there was a gazebo. Because gazebos are cool. We don't have gazebos in space. Maybe, obviously. But we don't have them. And there's one in this movie, which is rad. Also, also, Maria, the Julia Roberts character, is just this very strong and confident woman who's chock full of goodness. She's so loving and caring and wonderful. And she enters into this new situation with all these kids and she nails it. And they all, at first they're like hazing her and then they are like, actually, you're super rad. So that was just sweet to see that this this wonderful, strong woman just wins people over by being so good. So that you have that to look forward to if you decide to pop this one in. But again, guys, put, please put tape one in first because if you watch VHS tape two first, gosh, it'll be so confusing. The tissue box, the part where I list the things that made me cry. I cried through several of the songs. I'm a big song crier. Like there's this one when the nuns sing about a mountain climber and it, it doesn't say, but the, it, I kind of wondered if they were singing about Alex Honnold. They never really say explicitly, but they, I suppose they could have been. But that part made me cry because Alex Honnold put himself in a lot of danger to do something really inspiring. That was the only part that made me cry. Or I mean, I guess the song, the, all the songs. So that's multiple parts. So scatterbrained today, guys. Parental guidance. Part of the show where I share trigger warnings, things that might be emotionally challenging for you guys to listen to. First off, Lizard Watch. Things that might remind you of the Lizard Wars, which were pretty traumatic for a lot of you guys down there, as I understand. Having not been there, I don't want to make any assumptions about how difficult it was. But I just want you guys to know I'm trying to look out in these movies and make sure nothing's going to be too triggering for you guys emotionally. And in this movie, the youngest daughter's name is Liesel, which kind of sounds like a lizard. So just be aware of that. Be warned. If you or a friend are talking about it and one of you slips up and mispronounces it, <gasps> one of you said lizard all of a sudden. Of course, I've been saying it a lot on this podcast, but... I'm hoping this is a safe space for you guys. Man, tweet in if it's not, and I would love to read it and respect your guys' wishes. Nuns may remind you of negative Catholic school experiences. This movie has a lot of nuns in it, and the nuns in the movie are nice. But then again, if you went to a Catholic school where the nuns were not nice, it may frustrate you to see, wait a minute, you guys are just painting these nuns as nice, and that was not my personal experience and I feel like people are going to walk away smiling about these nuns. And for me, it makes me angry because I had negative experiences with nuns in Catholic school as a child. Very strict nuns, very mean nuns, and that's totally fair. So I wanted to give you guys a heads up that there are nuns and they are put in a generous light. And that may bum you out. Hopefully it'll be a redeeming thing for you. You'll know some nuns are nice and know enough about cars to, well, no spoilers, Close out of curtains. Okay, don't let your kids start tearing out your curtains and wrapping them around themselves so many times that they fall down the stairs. I know that sounds very specific, but that happened to me when I watched this when I was three. 
I wrapped myself up in a curtain and I marched around shouting, Liesel, Friedrich, Luisa. And then I fell down the stairs and I bit through my tree- cheek and I had to get stitches in my face. So don't let your kids do that. There's also a character named Max in this movie. And I personally have always thought Max was a super cool name, but Max in this movie is not a super nice dude. He's kind of a skeevy guy. So just a heads up, he's not like Mad Max. But on the plus side, he doesn't really ever get mad. He has a great sense of humor. So, you know, I flinch when people get angry due to some, oh, well, some stuff in my past. So it was kind of a relief that he wasn't mad like Mad Max, but he is a skeevy dude. Just be aware. And if your name is Max, you might think, look at this guy. He's given us a bad name. No pun intended. Or would, did I intend that? I don't know. I made the notes when I was sleepy, so I don't remember. Rating, five out of five stars. Stars for out of space, which is where I live. Tweet them and weep. Reading your guys' tweets, which I love. At Stellan Skarsgård selling guard cards to card sharks in car parks says... I must say, I didn't know that you could have such a long Twitter handle. But Stellan Skarsgård selling guard cards to card sharks in car parks says, how many kits do they have in Sound of Music? None. The, the, uh, Maria and the captain fall in love, but the captain already has kids, so they don't have any kids um, during the course of the film. Maybe after. I haven't seen the Sound of Music 2 yet, but in this movie, there are no kids. At... Turducken, turducken, goose. Oh, I just got that. That's like duck, duck, goose, but with turduckens, I guess. Okay. They asked, have you ever been hit by a meteor? I, I have, my body has not, but the space station has, and it was very scary. The hole punctured, the hole, H-U-L-L, punctured, and I had to go fix it, and I didn't know what I was doing because I'm not, you know, trained for this stuff. I'm just a civilian who won a contest in a Pop-Tarts box. And I almost ran out of oxygen in my spacesuit because it took like seven hours for me to fix it. And then once I figured out what it was, it really only took me like five minutes to fix. So, dude, shout out to real astronauts because they would have been able to fix that in five minutes. But for me, it took me like seven hours to figure out what I was doing and then an additional five minutes to actually fix it. And I was getting lightheaded because my suit was running out of oxygen. So that was all very scary. But, you know, then I knew what to do next time. And it hasn't happened since, knock on wood. There's nothing wood near me. It's all metal. Anyway, I know how to do that now. Uh, Last week's quote was, Kenny, the world's full of guys that never fucked up, and then they fucked up once, and now they're doing time, so tonight's not the night to start. That's from Killing Them Softly with Brad Pitt. Nobody guessed it. Although, at Big Pharma to Table guessed, is this from Kenny and the Jets? And I guess they mean Rocket Man? To which the answer is no. That's not what this is from. This week's quote is, until I get my $5,000, you're going to get more than you bargained for. I'm your goddamn partner. Tweet in your guesses. Three things I'm looking forward to when I get back to Earth. 
Number one, the smell of cigarettes. I know that they're not good for you, and I personally don't smoke, but I just miss the smell. It's kind of nostalgic for me, you know, like being on patio bars with friends late at night and, uh, you know, friends who smoke, and you, they're like, I'm going to get a smoke. And you're like, well, I'll go out with you because you're my friend and we're, we, you know, I enjoy your company. So you go out and they smoke, and it can be a nice smell. Number two, Mission Control says that I can take Professor Pizza Barty back to Earth with me, which is great. I was had expressed to you guys I was worried about when I d- eventually do get – I'm not going to use the word rescued because I don't want to look at myself as a victim because I feel good. But I would like to get home. Uh, but – uh, once they come and pick me up and bring me back to Earth, I was worried Professor Pizza Party would just be out of my life because the computer here is built into the space station console. But they said if I could find something to put him on, then I can take him home. I don't have a USB drive or anything like that. Hopefully NASA can bring one. I get, we do have an old Furby up here. So I suppose I could put him in there, but that would be creepy, but temporary. So I could do it. I don't want to do that. That sounds weird. Number three, introducing Barney to people. People have been really judgmental about him on Twitter, which is really sad. I get it, though. He is a lizard. Oh, well, he's a Tuatara which is a type of reptile, and it reminds people of the Lizard King. But it's sad because he's just a guy. He's just a little guy, and he's sweet. And, well, he doesn't show emotional sweetness, but he's just an animal. He's very relaxed, and he's non-combative, and I can't wait to change people's hearts about him. So I am looking forward to that. Just like the captain changed his heart and got married to the musical nun. Wow. You see how I brought that back around? That was pretty rad. I did not plan that. And I also didn't really plan an outro for this. I am so scatterbrained tonight. But you know what? Uh, I don't need to apologize for myself. I've done it already. And you guys are still here. Maybe. Maybe you turned it off. And uh, so, you know, let's not dwell in the shame. Let's move forward and do the work, which is done now because this is the end. But good good to remember next time. So I am signing off, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye.